Welcome to Snacks with Mac, a podcast where we share literal and figurative snacks. Today, I feel like sleeping for the entire day and never leaving my bed. Same. Oh my gosh. <laughs> that one I came up with off the cuff. So that's how I literally feel right now. Um, today, we have the wonderful Melissa back on the pod. and. Hello. So we are not doing a full episode today. It's another Content Corner episode. So to the street, down the street, wherever we meet, it's not Yes, uh, Content Corner on in the sheets on the streets wherever we meet. So today, oh, and on the week of social media, I'm going to be sharing a snack that I prepared this week, and. It is a fan favorite of Melissa and I from Boundary Road, where we used to have brunch all the time. Oh, yes. R.I.P. It's the BLT with an egg, a belt, if you will. I made one yesterday. It was really delicious. I don't that. Oh, mm-hmm. I want that. I want bacon. I bacon in a while. I set off the fire alarms in my apartment when I was making the bacon. Oopsie. It's okay. <laughs> they went off. So today on the consent corner, we're going to be talking about dog etiquette. I feel like it's about time because in the few times we've talked about consent corner, we have teased that this is a topic we'll be talking about. Yeah. So, so I figured like today would be a great time to talk about it. Cause both you and I are pretty ready about talking yeah. about it. Um, so I think like dogs don't give you verbal consent unless it's like a barking or a snarl type of thing, but there's like certain things surrounding consent like that you have to pay attention to with dogs or dog etiquette as you will. So one of them is like when you're meeting a dog, you don't just go up to them and start petting them and stuff. You kind of like let them sniff you like feel it out a little bit um and then also like asking their owner if you can pet them i feel like to start off is just really important don't just like go up to a dog and start petting it yeah i mean i love this one first Mm -hmm. i love them they're just so cute and sobbery and furry and i just want to put my face in their face i know better and, like, it's just, it's astounding to me when I see people on the street just, like, reach in for a, a dog. Yeah, like, yeah. Without asking the owner, I think, and I think the topic has come up more since the pandemic started, right? Because, like, there was a question of, like, if the animals carry, can carry COVID and all that, especially in the beginning. But, like, I don't know. It's just, it's crazy to me that, like, the dog belongs to somebody else the dog is not your property and just because you want to rub your face on their face doesn't mean that you are entitled to yeah and like i i kind of feel like this has a been a topic before but i think people started to think about it more after like when they started to think about like how they interact with the world and and like after in COVID times that's what i mean but i think this has been a thing that everyone should be talking about no matter what pandemic or not like these things exist outside of that realm, but is more made aware of because of, if that makes sense. So, 
I think too, like when you're asking an owner to pet a dog, you should also ask like, is it okay to pet them like this, like on their head and stuff? Like you can get, like you can understand dogs like cues about whether they like something or not. They'll usually like snap their head away or that kind of stuff. But like, yeah. don't just like go up to a dog and smother their entire face, especially if it's a new dog to you. Yeah. And like, I mean, asking, you know, is it friendly? Yeah. Is like a really easy way to engage like, oh, your dog's so cute, is it friendly, can I pet it? Yep. And then, like, like that's a, a gateway for the owner to be like, uh, they are friendly, don't touch their hind legs. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah, yeah. In their booty region or something, you know? Or even um, not, maybe not necessarily is it friendly, do they like people, like, or kids, or, like, if you're with kids, too, like that. Sometimes dogs don't like small children. And we also just, like... Thank you for bringing this up. If you have children, bring them in. You don't want yeah. your child getting, like, bitten by a rando dog, right? Like, ugh, we should do a whole consent corner about children. <laughs> Future episode, I have lots of lots of thoughts. <laughs> Sorry, off topic. <laughs> Specifically, don't, in a restaurant setting, don't let your child put their bottoms on top of a table. <laughs> oh, I'm so sorry I brought that up okay. but like yeah if you if you have a child and there's a random dog don't just assume that the dog's gonna be friendly like there's so many especially in this day and age with like so many like, adopt own shop campaigns and like rescue dogs out there that have been traumatized by who knows what and like mm-hmm. a random child like sneaking up on them could be disastrous and it's not and like the unfortunate part about that is that then the dog gets in trouble or like you know whatever and it has it's not the dog's fault it's it's the person's fault for engaging them that way fault for letting their child run around crazy yeah i'm not saying put your child on a leash but like hold their fucking hand right right or just sit like explain to them no or or even if like they've interacted with your family pet a certain way doesn't mean that they can interact with like all pets in the same way i i have um interacted with some kids in my life where they just like walked up to cats and like just scooped them up and like picked them up and started like dragging them around and you know Yes, dogs can bite, but cat scratches can be, like, really also lethal to small children. And those are things to watch out, too. So not, yeah, maybe, like, this is a little bit broader than just dog etiquette with with kids. Like, pet etiquette, too. Yeah. But then there's also dog-to-dog etiquette. And both of us, I was just swiping away a notification. Um, both of us have experienced this out in, in life where like, um, like you're taking a hike or a walk or something and like you see tons of dogs and some of the dogs will be off leash and just be like running up to other dogs out there. And like, you don't know if the other person, excuse me, if the other person's dogs are dog friendly or if they, um, even even are people friendly too so it's like that's scary on both sides and i mean 
it's really nice to be able to take a, a like a hike or something and have your dog off leash. But like if there's other dogs around, you can't just yeah, like, or even other white dogs. Yeah. So, like, just because you have like the like floofiest, stupidest golden retriever who's happy go lucky and is gonna like eat a fly, which I mean all the flies, but like. <laughs> Just because they're off leash and like prancing through the trail or whatever doesn't mean whoever they encounter is going to like them. Like it could be a small child who's terrified of animals. It yeah. Could be like a like a large man who's terrified of animals, right? Like you don't you don't know what your dog's gonna encounter. There could be a wild animal that then it gets distracted. You know, like there's so much and like and then there's all of the dogs who aren't so well dispositioned, right? Yeah. Like, you know, how many how many people have dogs that have, like, weird triggers and, like, anger issues and just, like, flat out don't get along with other animals, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, like, your dog may be friendly but is going to come up on this other dog that, like, is probably on a leash because their owner's like realize this but like it puts that owner in a really terrible position like with their animal right like they're doing what they need to do to control their animal and like you just like deciding that the dog your dog wants to run free like there's dog and people like yell ahead on a for that but like right. on, on a winding trail where you can't see what's coming and you can't see your dog around the bend like it's a recipe for your dog to get hurt, right? Mm-hmm. If you encountered something or someone who's not equipped to deal with it, yeah. I mean, and people will, like on the trail example, like the dog park is a little different. Like that, I think, is opening yourself up to those like dog interactions. Yeah. So like, and if, that's, and like those, that. right. And the people who like have dogs that are a little like wary around others might probably won't bring their dog to the dog park. But for the, for the people who are like on a walking trail or something and their dog will be ahead, like seeing another dog and the owner will always be like, oh, they're friendly, like yellow head. It's like, well, my, my dog's not. So like, that's why they're on a leash. Can right. you please like come get your animal, please? Yeah. I mean, I like, I feel very like I, I do a lot of, a lot of dogs today. I should say that I don't either, but I have a lot of dog refer nephews nieces and nephews nibblings like i think we both have taken care of quite a few and like pretty much all of them that i've taken care of are very friendly with other dogs like i've taken care of a couple rescues who the owners when you know when we made our negotiations like let me know that they weren't friendly with other dogs and like this is how you manage it right you like bring treats you distract them like put them to the side and, like, the number of times that I have been walking, like, one of these lower dogs, is to call them, um, and, like, you know, people have just, like, reached in or, you know, let their dog run up. And, like, some of the dogs I, I have taken care of, like Nala, mm-hmm. they're skittish, right? So she doesn't really want anything to do with other animals, other people. And she, like, her body language shows that. And she, like, moves herself to the side. Like, I keep her, you know... I know I know how to manage her on the leash because I know how she behaves. But like it's a it's amazing to me. Like especially because like she's a doodle, right? She's yeah. adorable. And she's adorable, and so everybody wants to, everybody wants to touch her, and she does not want to be touched by anybody. She's not aggressive, and she's not going to like bark or nip or anything. But like she 
she doesn't want it. And yeah. so, like, it becomes an awkward interaction, for sure. Then there's, um, like, my family dog, Franklin. So he doesn't get along with other dogs. Um, there's only been, like, a few dogs that he's gotten along with. And, like, he'll tolerate them if they're around and stuff. But, like, usually he tries to do his own thing. And I feel like there's, like, that communication with dogs that they understand that. And, like, I don't know how after a while they kind of get it. But if we take him to a dog park, um, we try to make sure. There's, like, one where my parents live that, like, is really empty usually of dogs, like, around certain times of day. So, like, we wouldn't take him there, like, right after, like, people get out of work or, like... um, on a on a weekend type of thing it's usually like a, a mid afternoon weekday or like in the morning type of thing and if other dogs are around like they'll come up to him and he'll do okay but like if you're right there he'll be fine but he kind of does his own thing and like walks around the perimeter of the dog park and then like he's all set like he doesn't engage with other dogs like they're the always the ones that coming up to him and like he'll just be like completely still and when the other dog's around, then they kind of get the hint. So I don't know. <laughs> like, he's not into play. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yesterday, I had a really interesting dog interaction. Well, not, I wasn't, it wasn't actual interaction, but I was walking home from the post office, and there was a person, like, holding their dog on the leash, like, mm-hmm. waiting for the crosswalk. And I also needed to cross COVID, you know, like, masks social distancing and everything I was like standing to the side I had passed behind the woman and the dog and was standing you know a couple feet away waiting for the light to turn and then and the dog was kind of looking around and then somebody started to walk from the other direction Mm. just like walking down the sidewalk and the dog started to lose their fucking shit like aggressive and like the the owner, which then I think it ended up being a trainer. Like, maybe it was the owner, but the dog was definitely getting trained. There's a, a district dogs or something is across the street, and so they do dog training and whatever. And there was a man standing, like, watching the whole thing from from their door. Um, but, like, so this dog starts, like, like, attempting to lunge at this other woman, like, walking behind me. And, and the the owner trainer person like held it and it was fine um you know trying to like talk it down and and whatever and so then the woman eventually like scurries past and the dog turns to me who like we have been we have been cool right and then the dog but like the dog was aggravated and whatever it was that had triggered this dog like i was now like the next thing in sight and then the light turned and i crossed and the woman stayed behind with the dog to like calm it down and that's when I saw the trainer. I was like, oh, this is a training. Yeah, 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 yeah. But it was like, it was, it was pretty like intense, right? Like we were on Georgia Avenue, a very busy street in DC. Yeah. And like, like standing in the shade, this poor woman, like, and she was clearly terrified, right? Like she, she was not ready. And I was just like, Ooh. <laughs> I knew I was fine. Cause I like, I saw that the woman had it under control, but like, damn, you know? Like, you never know what you're going to encounter. It could be, like, it could be like that. You don't. And then I think we should also bring up, too, like, how um, during COVID times, it's been really sad to not be able to pet all the dogs that you encounter because you don't want to come close to the other person who is, like, 
walking the dog. And I mean, it's been really hard for me at the restaurants that I work at because we have, excuse me, we have a patio and we allow dogs to be out there. And um, I like, while I'm at work, I don't really want to pet the dogs because like, one, like usually I'm wearing gloves. So then like whatever glove residue will get on the dog and then I'll have to go like do this whole thing to like wash my hands and also like come really close to these people who aren't wearing masks. And it's like, uh, <laughs> it's yeah. really sad, but they're always so freaking cute. But I mean, also with that respect too, don't just assume that the people, if their like dog is out there or whatever that like, it's okay to pet, right? Just make sure to ask first. Yeah. I think that's really, like, the main theme with, like, consent corner in general. Like, don't just, like, assume that it's okay to ask about... Or, like, don't just assume it's okay to do the action that you're going to do because you think it's okay. Like, when you have to check with the other... ...behavior doesn't mean that, like, whatever or whoever you're interacting with are also comfortable with your behavior. Yep. Um... I have to tell you, so, like, thinking about having this conversation, like, just asking the question, can I pet your dog, I have to tell you that every time I say it in my head, I hear you at the Blue Jacket host saying, have you seen my friends? (laughs) (laughs) I, like, hear it and ask it. (laughs) 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 I I just wanted to share that with you. Thank you. Did I tell you about the other one recently that someone came in and said? I just got a text. (laughs) So for the listeners, we're talking about like when people come in. Yeah. And like for the listeners, we're talking about like when people come in and like no context, ask these like questions that like in the context of the restaurant, it makes sense. But out of context, it makes zero sense. So like the like at um, the brewery that I worked at, the this person walked in and it's this like huge establishment and they just go, "Have you seen my friends?" That's like the first thing that they said to me, and I'm like, <laughs> "Yeah, your friends, I know." Everybody's wearing a Nats jersey. And then recently, someone just came in and was like, "I just got a text," and like. After, like, figuring out what they meant, it was a text for their takeout order was ready. But at the time, I was still like, um, is, is everything okay? Like, do you need help? <laughs> right, like, is it a text for your takeout order? Is it a text for your table being ready? Yeah, like, is it an emergency <laughs> situation? Or, like, something else? <laughs> <laughs> Congratulations, you have friends. Yeah. Oh, that's amazing. do you have anything else about dog etiquette to talk about melissa no just please please send me all the photos i love it i love it um so i think i am going to share a um figurative snack this week and This week, my figurative snack is to, I think someone may have already kind of talked about this before, but it's, so we're recording this on Wednesday, April 28th. So like spring is 
full and swing, right? So I think that you should do something to reinvigorate your energy or your spirit or whatever you like to call it. And that could be something as like buying or like rearranging furniture in your house, like doing some feng shui or maybe like getting some flowers for yourself or like getting a new piece of art to hang up to like do something organized, maybe do a little spring cleaning, like something like we, I think we've talked, touched on this a few times on the pod, not just you and I, you and I have definitely talked about it, but in general too, like feels like we're a little bit nearing the end of this thing. So this panorama. So if you can like help yourself get in that mindset a little bit to like clean out the cobwebs, dust up, the old brain pan a little bit clean out the sludge whatever yeah I mean like whatever that means to you like however you can do it for yourself maybe it's um starting a new morning routine or like for me I always struggle making my bed every day so like just starting like a little a little practice to like kind of like awaken yourself I love that that's my figure to snack for the week Mine that I've been doing right now is to, because like at night, I just moved into a new apartment. Ari Lennox definitely walked around naked. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But so like I have these big windows, so like I close them every night. And usually when I wake up, like I go to the bathroom first thing or like check my phone or whatever. And then to get my day started, I've been like opening the blinds to like, let light in to like kind of like awaken myself and then that's like been really nice that's awesome like a small practice yeah i i also just moved um and my small practice is kind of the inverse i um and it's like kind of practicality thing like it's an older house and it doesn't have good outlets so Mm -hmm. my phone gets plugged in in the kitchen downstairs and i go to bed my phone is not even in my bedroom anymore mm. so I don't I like as soon as I come upstairs I am not getting text seeing text messages or like checking social media or anything like that and it's not until I go downstairs uh or or Joe brings it upstairs to me that um do you have an alarm clock uh my roommate <laughs> <laughs> That's like, that's just what I was thinking. I use my phone as my alarm clock. So in theory, that yeah, sounds like a good idea. I, that I have to have it because it's, it's my alarm. Um, but things have changed. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yep. I like that. It's like, I, it's like, at first I think it was very anxiety provoking because I was like, oh my gosh, what if somebody's trying to get a hold of me? But like, who needs to get a hold of you that time of night? To be fair, I am from the West Coast. I have a lot of friends and family on the West Coast that would still be con- trying to contact me uh, at a time when I maybe went to bed. Mm-hmm. I like that, though. Trying to keep your phone out of your bed. Yeah, and like, you know, clear your headspace, no screen time before bed sort of thing. Mm-hmm. Be well, yay! 
So thank you for listening to this week's episode of Snacks with Mac. And thank you as always for to Melissa for being a peep of the pod. Of course. And TTFN, ta-ta for now. Thank you.